Yo, Hat. Sir. What is poetry to you? Poetry to me is creating visuals for all the things I see in my head. Like from the moment I wake up out my bed to the second I lay down the rest is all about creating. What about you? For me, poetry is liberation. It's the unshackling of chains for you, those before you, and our future generations. Poetry is legacy. The things you leave your seeds so that they can be whatever it is they want to be. This is the poetry. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? My name is Hatchers. Like matches with the H, but please don't sleep on me. And I'm here with Stony Tony. I know that. And this is the poetry pod. So, brother, what, what we getting into today? So I got some joint, man. I was thinking about sharing something. Now that, like, it's the paradox, right? The summer's back from mm -hmm. the pandemic. Everybody's outside bugging out. Mm -hmm. We all having a good time with and without our masks. I saw some, see some individuals, you know, wearing masks. Um, I wanted to share, you know, a poem, a project that I worked on called Masks. Um, speaking on what we went through, what, you know, what happened in the pandemic just passed. Okay, okay. I'm I'm excited to hear this. Yeah, Actually, I've heard it. This is one of my favorites, uh, just because <laughs> okay. of the energy that you give. But I, I can't wait for the world to hear it. Um, Facts. Word, bro. Yo, y'all don't mind if I just jump straight into it. You cool with it, right? Yeah, of course. Can't. All right, Do no doubt. Think. Say less. So, all right, this is Mask, yeah. Wear your fucking masks. It's funny how those who refuse to wear them now always felt comfortable hiding behind them before. You know. That mask of white privilege because I see a large difference in how masks are forced to be worn in East New York, but just encouraged in the East Village. Maybe that mask can help every gardener breathe. Y'all can't wash that off your hands like how you wash for COVID-19. They scream, give me six feet, give me six feet. Is that for social distancing or do you mean six feet deep? I guess black masks don't matter neither. In the middle of a pandemic, look at how they treat us. Inject us, infect us, then try to vaccine us. It don't take a genius to notice the reason, but look who's essential now. Medical malpractice on a demographic that's black and brown. Catastrophic coercion of numbers without a sound. And we wear these masks and gloves by design? Not designer appeal, more like an appeal with your honor in a paradigm of dishonor. Karma. Karma. I take this deep breath with or without a mask on. Because it might be my last one. Ooh, talk that shit. Now, yeah. Why do you like that? Word, word. I'm angry, man. I'm I'm I was upset, man. That's why. If I could say an emotion, I was upset when I did this shit. Yo, man. there's so many lines to unpack, bro. Yeah, this was really complex, man. So first, before we even get into the lines, like, what made you write this poem? Yo, being stuck inside the house, feeling <laughs> like you ain't had literally nothing to do. Everybody bugging out, like people were dying left and right. Yeah, that Lines was off the crazy as far as getting food. It was a whole shift, man. I felt like, you know, our people is always get the shit end of the stick. Mm -hmm. So I just felt like I had to kind of, you know, wield, wield my sword real quick. So do you, do you, are you pro-mask or are you anti-mask? I'm pro whatever the fuck you want for your life. As long as that shit doesn't, you know, affect me and my children, you're not pointing the finger while I got crack in your palm. Um, 
then then this should be cool, man. Those that need to protect themselves, I totally get it. People wear masks before it was a fucking pandemic. You know, that wasn't that wasn't something that was crazy. It was just crazy for us as a Western culture. So um I'm pro whatever the fuck is good for you in your life. I feel you. Cause I, I'm I'm gonna be honest, like if I don't have to wear a mask, I'm not. Um, like if I'm not around people, I yeah. probably don't have a mask on. Right. Like if I have to go into a store and they're demanding me to put a mask on, then yeah. Um, but other than that, I won't be jacking it. Um, which which sounds a little irresponsible when you say it out loud, right? Because it's like when you see all the stuff on the TV, like wear your mask, blah blah, and it's like I get it, but like I ain't never had COVID. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I had it. I experienced it. Yeah, y'all had that shit bad. That shit fucked me up. You know, and I mean, I was wearing my mask. You know, I, yeah. I work as an essential worker with with youth. You know, yeah. um, so I had to be at my job day in and day out. And unfortunately, I had to endure that shit. And I I see I see the the, the physical effects of of it. You know how it yeah. could really tap a person out, especially someone who has other illnesses. So I get it. So I had um, a homegirl that was in a hospital from March to July of last year. That's freak. It was crazy, bro. March to July, bro, with COVID. That scared the shit out of me, bro, because she got it right after her birthday, and I went to her birthday party. <laughs> like, I was paranoid right. and shit, bro. Right, right. <laughs> you know I mean? So you were supposed to be on the track in the tracing joint. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Like, it was different. Word. Um, But let's get into the poem, though. Like, so one of the things that stood out was your wordplay ability. <laughs> you already know where I'm going with this, bro. So, like, for instance, um... What you said, medical malpractice on the demographic that's black and brown. I want you to I want you to tap into that line right there. Like, where were you going with that? And how did you even what sorcery is this that you can do shit like this, bro? <laughs> what made me compose yeah. this work? Lingardian Leviosa, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> nah. But yo, for real, for real, it's like, you know, during this pandemic, my wife was pregnant. We we pregnant, she was pregnant with twins. And we, you know, everybody speaks on the option of home birth and the natural birth. And a lot of people, that's for some and that's not for many. But in this situation, it was forced upon us because we were so startled at the numbers of what's going on inside these hospitals mm -hmm. when it comes to not only a pregnant woman as of color, but also with the pandemic, right? Like mm -hmm. it was motherfuckers literally being thrown in trucks after leaving the hospital and being buried in God knows where. And some of them just being burned because we had no place to bury them. And I honestly believe in, like, following the money, you know? And I think, yes, the hospitals, you know, may have needed federal funding for mm -hmm. COVID deaths. But now when you create um, when you create a paradigm like that, right, for something that's supposed to be, like, universal health care, universal work, right, mm -hmm. as a doctor, as a nurse, even if you're signing your life away because you could die in these sacrifice, in the same token, you don't pay somebody extra for taking on Something like this, because now you have hospitals where they put in a position where everything may be labeled as COVID, COVID pneumonia, yeah. uh, you know, COVID, that. Um, this, that. that COVID, because they it's a lucrative option for them. And they don't have to they worried about COVID so much. They have to pull all their resources into COVID mm -hmm. that now someone who may not have COVID may end up in the same room as I someone just, who does just because does. of yeah. the symptoms, just because of everything was so unclear. And I feel like. That is just the fucking essence of a story when it comes to black folk, people of color going into the hospital. I just feel like we're always misdiagnosed. Whether we're like, what the fuck? We got PTSD. Why are nah, you talking about that? Why are you talking about? It's a lot, man. It's it makes sense too, because like what, what you're explaining is is how in these institutions, like black and brown people get this shit into the state, no matter right. what. No matter what. So even during a pandemic, 
Like, you're going to get secondary treatment. That's true. Um, which is fucked up. You feel me? Um, one of the one of my favorite parts about this poem is um, how you speak about that disparity, right? How you speak about yes, why we're in a pandemic, but then you you relate it to social justice, right? So like, um, it's funny how those who refuse to wear them now always felt comfortable hiding behind them before. Thanks. I want you to give me a little <laughs> bit more detail about what you mean by that, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite lines too. Because, I, I I mean, I do see the irony in it, man. I think it's ironic that you have these white folk that are now burning masks, you know, in the middle of Central Park and <laughs> doing all of this hip, hip, you know, hypocrisy work, um, you know, in defense of the former president and things of that nature. But also, like, probably, you know, to speak on their cowardness of how y'all used to wear KKK masks. Mm. You know what I mean? And y'all hid behind those. And y'all were doctors and lawyers. Mm -hmm. And the decision makers that are making these um collective, you know, like, decisions on all of us, on our, like, on our whole lives as a whole. So I see that shit as being ironic as hell, bro. Ironic, you know? The same doctor that's saying, yo, you got to wear a mask, you got to be six feet, but it's not telling me I got to eat clean and mm -hmm. go work out, and you actually need the sun. There's mm -hmm. a motherfucker who's behind that mask that we all, you know, not afraid of. Motherfuckers ain't afraid of the KKK, let me tell you that now. But we definitely, definitely disagree Gangsta. with. <laughs> nah, but I, I was going to say that you followed up with the explanation because you said, I see a large difference in how masks are forced to be worn in East New York and how they are just encouraged in the East Village. Facts. That hit me because, like, literally... Um, I've been traveling during COVID, bro. So it's like I've been going down south into like the I told you, yeah, well, he was working, yeah. <laughs> None, yeah, not a lot of motherfuckers can say that. <laughs> he was working. Nah, but like it's it's interesting to see how COVID is treated in different places, right? So like when you go to Georgia, which is mostly Republican, um, well, it's Democrat now. Nah, but, word. But Shout before, out to that. Yeah, nah. <laughs> before it was Republican, and just seeing how no one had a mask on anywhere. Right. But just seeing when you go to urban areas in New York City and just like how you have to have a mask on to yeah. even go into certain places. Yeah, like man. we was in Waffle House chilling down south. No yeah. mask, no nothing. Like nobody had a mask. I didn't see one in sight. I couldn't even go to the store and get one. Right. Like, it was different. Um, but being up here where we're at, it's like, yo, people are looking at you funny. Have you ever experienced mask game? Yeah, of course. Especially <laughs> right now. When we're like at that, like we're getting away from it, but then there's still some folk that heavy hold on to it. Yo, you know what I hate, bro? What I hate is when you walk in the street, right? And someone is coming in the opposite direction and they have their mask down. And as and soon they as they get close to you, they put their mask up. Right. I'll like, be like, because that protects you from my blackness, like, right? What the fuck is that? <laughs> like, hey, funny it's the weirdest out. shit, bro. I'll be mean, like, yo, I that's think, weird. I think what's crazier, all right, so here's since we going on funny <laughs> shit about masks. When they got it on in the car and all the and windows they, is rolled up and they, buy and they themselves. not taxi drivers, right? And, and they, they dolo. buy themselves like, yo, bro. Like, yo, come on. Just breathe this Febreze clip you got in the yeah. way. You're going to be all right, yo. You're be all right, yo. Nah, that shit makes no sense, Word, bro. yo. But yeah, yo, speaking like, again, like you were saying, not to get all too off topic, but it is a difference, right? Yeah, you got cops that are literally handing out masks in Central Park. Literally walking around with masks, as they should, right? Mm -hmm. Because they are public servants. Mm -hmm. That's what they should do. They should help the public hand out masks. But then you locking motherfuckers up in one two fifth. Mm -hmm. One two fifth. And these are motherfuckers that probably can't afford the mask. Not even trying to be funny. Yep. And there were some institutions that were giving it and some that were literally telling you to provide your own masks. Yeah. 
Come on, man. Like, Especially in that area. We got to do better, yo. We have to do better. Like, we're all fucking human, man. So let, let's go a little deeper into something that you said. Um, you said maybe the mask will help Eric Gardner breathe. Rest you peace, can't bro. wash that off your hands like how you wash for COVID-19. 19. Facts. Boy. Facts. Facts. Rest in peace to Eric Gardner. Rest in peace. That's New York, you know what I mean? Like, everybody, I guess, every part of the nation had to endure something like that. So there was no way I could leave him out on a topic like this because mm -hmm. um, we're battling as a nation, you know what I mean, dying from police deaths um, or at the hands of police. And why isn't that a pandemic, you know? This is actually happening in the middle of a pandemic. It's definitely a pandemic, right? You know what I mean? Like, and this is something that is affecting it's genocide. It's, yeah. it's, it's a hate crime. And it's right in front of our face. Right. So, I mean, I figured it would be a good pun or, you know, a good correlation from a gentleman who unfortunately lost his life because he was choked out, you know, at the hands of police, from the same police that are telling us to keep six feet. You know what I mean? And, 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 I mean, spiritually and metaphysically choking us out as as a whole as a people. No, I get I get what you're saying, bro. Like, is that is a saddening reality, right? Um, but one of the things I love about this poem it tackles the institutionalization of us, right? So, like, even even the COVID preparedness is is an institutionalized thought, right? Like, they they're kind of forcing one way of thinking about this shit. For instance, when you were speaking about the cops, right, and how they passed and now masks, I haven't seen a cop with a mask on in two months. Word. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, are certain people above COVID? Right. That's a great question. That's a great question. I mean, some people feel that entitled, you yeah. know? And some people have information and some people don't have information. And I think that's the root of everything is getting the right information. And we'll, you know, who's to say what's right? Who knows what the right is, And that's what this is, right? poem speaks to is the whole paradox. Like, yeah. I actually did a vid to an individual. I'm shooting the... Which the, is fire, by the way. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate it. Shout out to it. Yonkers Library. Shout out to Reem for helping me put this video together. We got the auditorium down in Wyo. Um, flew Reem up from Atlanta. But in this video, you know, my mask is continuously coming off. And and, and off, as in a sense, is coming in like the chin strap, like mm -hmm. below my, my, my bid. So Reem is like, yo... Um, Yo, kind of look funny that your mask keeps coming off in some shots, and then in some shots it's on properly. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, leave it, because that speaks to what the fuck this is. The it, inconsistency. It do be difficult. It do be it's difficult. the inconsistency of like motherfuckers wearing it when it's appropriate, yeah. wearing not wearing it when it's not appropriate. Yeah. Who's saying we should wear it? It's a and then, social setup. Stop now. playing with these flimsy ass bullshit masks. <laughs> like that shit is doubling it, right? Yeah. Doubling it. I think they said the percentage was like ninety two percent. To, to to prevent from you, I guess, in breathing. Like you. wearing two masks at, at once. Wearing two masks at once. Okay. 90. So that means that the effectiveness of just one mask is what? Half of that? You yeah, gotta be 50, 60%? That don't make no sense. Yo, we gotta, yeah, man. Anyway, man, rest in peace for a lot of the individuals who had to sacrifice their lives, the businesses. You know, that was another element to this that I, I kind of wanted to speak to more that I should have touched on more was all the small businesses that were completely wiped out. Mm -hmm. You know, we began as a people, as a way, as a culture mm -hmm. to, the social media has helped us gain traction on some of these mom and pop shots. And then that shit was taken completely off the map. That's right. But as for us, as resilient, resilient as ever, we, come back. we came back that. because now we're like, all right, we just do everything on social media. No poetry, yep. open mic online. Yep. You feel me? I can't sell my hats on the store. 
Let me get these shits my Shopify. If anything, yep. it enhanced us and advanced us as folk. I'm not going to lie. I, I got the most creative with the business during COVID because I couldn't do shows no more. I couldn't pop out. So, like, that's when I started, like, working for myself, bro. Like, I was like, yo, I'm going to sell these books. I'm going a, I'm to a do this. I'm going to do that. And I did all of that shit from home, It was a wake-up call. Yeah, it was a wake-up call like, that we, don't, we can't it. rely on the whole system. We got to get it. Yeah, for some, it was a pandemic. And you know, for me, for some others, it was a pandemic. <laughs> Run it up, come up. Run it up. <laughs> but that's another whole token, another conversation, man. <laughs> I got, a, I got a line I do want some clarity on though. Um, so you like schemes? I see that you be scheming a lot. He be scheming a lot in his writing. So I'm gonna just read the whole scheme, and I want you to, um, I'm gonna pinpoint exactly what I have. I need clarity. On. I'm a schematic addict. Yeah. I see, see, yeah. look, he was, he's still working. <laughs> Um, but you said we wear these masks and gloves by design, not designer appeal, more like an appeal which are honor in a paradigm of dishonor, comma, karma. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I'm glad you lyrically you're one. different. <laughs> lyrically you're different. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I want you to, for the people who couldn't follow you on that, right? Uh, for the bird brains, because I'm a bird brain sometimes, it's early in the morning. Um, walk me through that. Right, I mean, I, like... I think there was just a different population population of everybody during this pandemic, and I wanted to kind of speak on all of it. You know, those that are ignorant to the facts and ignorant to the information, those that I didn't give a that didn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. You know, that was still focusing on their Jays and getting their Jordans mm -hmm. or being fly. You know, that was that's chains. You know, I was speaking to that being a chain, a chain that's that allows us to pay attention to what we're supposed to. It's another distraction. Um, and then messing with a whole legal system and a court system, you know, that's kind of setting the tone and the precedent of how we're going to approach this legally as far as the pandemic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? How doctors are going to approach, how institutions are going to approach mm -hmm. it, schools, the, the rules that they're going to come up with. Um, all of it is just a paradox because it's not something that we can all collectively agree to as a unit, as a nation. You know, it's going to be different in different areas. Um, and I just wanted to show that. I wanted to show, like, everybody and how we're all... We're all so full of shit, and pan I think I think COVID brought that to fruition more and showed it more. You know what I mean? It showed it at the top layer that we don't know what the fuck we talking about right now. Is that what you meant by the karma? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause now you you know that karma is like a we it we it, the that's what the that's what the pandemic was. It was a karma. It was karma. It was a pause. It was karma. It was a karma. It was literally a pause. Oh, so that's why you it said karma. And then karma. And then karma. karma is the pause. Pandemic was the stop. Oh. Dolphins were starting to swim back in areas that were never there before. Animals started Shit. to come back alive. We've seen species that were about to be nah, endangered. There was things that were recreated in anything and any death, you know, and its regurgitation will then be life. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So... That's what we're getting. We're getting the karma. Now, like, you know, the businesses, yes, there's businesses and thousands of businesses that lost out, bro. You know what I mean? And now, you know, ones that was able to roll with the punches and kind of diversify like a gentleman like yourself, you stand on your own 10 toes now. You, no, you know what's so funny? Because, like, that line makes me think of um, all of the transitions during the pandemic, like even the stock market, right? Like, just how many people got rich off the stock market during the pandemic. Like, how many regular people Word. And then uh, they started changing the rules. Dogecoins. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like Dogecoin yeah. or, or AMC right. or whatever the case may be. And then they started changing the rules because they saw like, oh, they're too tapped in. They're right. too in tune. So let's, like that was their karma. The karma came when 
the regular folk started making money in a time where they felt like people should be the poorest. Yeah, that's their bad karma. You know that's what I'm saying? Good karma, definitely. That's what I'm saying. So it's like that's what we that's what we waited for, and it's like we got it. So now let's keep that same energy. Yeah, and like you know, that's if y'all have not realized, you know, history repeats itself, and in any any depression, there's a renaissance right after. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's what this is. This is right now. You have to treat any depression like it's your opportunity to to shed skin and to mm -hmm. to play a part in your resonance. You know, re renaissance. So. The last line was, I feel like, was a, a great way to bring it home um, with everything that you talked about. I'm not going to explain it. I want you to explain it for me. <laughs> okay. um, so you say, I take this deep breath with or without a mask on because it might be my last one. Yeah. Because, like, shit. Because, like, I, I, a lot of people were getting shamed, you feel me, for not having masks. Yeah. And yes, they were being irresponsible. Yeah. You know, but again, you know, what's good for my life may not be good for your life, mm -hmm. you know? And in the same token as I was at home scared for my life and my kids because that's how my life was. I had twins. I had to protect. I mm -hmm. had families and, you know, people in my home who had um, who had uh, underlying diseases and stuff like mm -hmm. that that would be affected. But I ain't mad at the motherfuckers that was out there partying in Fort Myers Beach and yeah. Miami Beach. I'm not. I'm not. Do I agree with you? No, I think you're a dummy, you know? But I also get it. I'm not going to be, I also understand the people that burn masks because I'm not going to be confined and controlled by this institution. I have a mind of my mm -hmm. own. I'm going to think of my own. And I could die tomorrow. I could die as soon as I leave out of this podcast. I'm not going to spend my whole life living in fear. And I didn't want anybody else to do it. Now, that's real shit. Um, to, to piggyback off what you're saying, I feel like the mask has less to do with science and more to do with social etiquette now. Mm -hmm. um, so it's That's like a, a fucking good yeah, point. Can you like, say that again for our <laughs> listeners? That's a really, really the, good point. The whole concept of the mass thing has less to do with science and more with social etiquette, right? Because we've been informed that mass stopped COVID, right? It's not the truth. Like, that's not true at all. We've been informed that once you get a COVID vaccine, you can't catch COVID again. That's not the truth, right? So, like, none of the science makes sense. Um, so like, I think it's a social etiquette thing now. So this is like, um, holding the door for someone <laughs> when they're by you, right? It's one of those things. Right. Um, so it's not, it's less for you and more for other people. Right. I don't subscribe to that shit at all. Yeah, yeah. Right? Not that I don't care about other people, but I don't give a fuck about what y'all niggas think about me. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't <laughs> care. That's what it is. Um, but, but that was, was an excellent is... way for you to close out that poem because what I gathered from it was more on, when you say like, I could die anyway right like i can die from police i can die like you, you're a target as it is so like these little boys there was a higher masks, percentage of me dying by hands of cops than it than was of COVID. covid yeah so it's like i i felt that shit because i was like that's how i feel like i could die any day like just based on my environment and what was dope about this is that you were able to hook me up right you got me with your cousin she's an yeah. outstanding teacher um where is it again and uh, uh she teaches she teaches law Nah, she teaches um etymology. Okay. Um, at a college, I forgot the, the college she works. Borough at. of Men. I'm not gonna know. quote. Don't quote me. But yeah. anyway, I got to talk in front of a class about this poem and before it performed for it, and it was interesting to see you know the younger generation and get their thoughts on this mm -hmm. um, because they're kind of kind of set the precedent for the next pandemic to mm -hmm. come. God forbid. Um, but they were extremely conflicted and confused. Okay. And I think. That was that was like alarming. I loved how they all had their own thought, their own yeah. center of, you know, themselves of how they felt about it and were not afraid to voice that. But all the misinformation is fucking things up. Yeah. 
Because if I'm a 30-year-old individual who's this wise or a 60-year-old individual who's this wise and I can't put the pieces together of how this shit mm-hmm. is, then an 18-year-old kid that's fresh out of high school has no clue. Has no clue. Because it's designed that way, though. Like, like, it's designed to confuse the shit out of you. <laughs> like, yeah, even, nah, even you're the right. stuff on the news. Well, like, it's designed to confuse masks? the do shit I give, out of you. Do I get vaccinated? Do I not? Bro, I mean, I was getting shamed by my aunt. Like, oh, you outside with no mask on? I'm not around nobody. Right. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, you came in my house with no mask on? What? I'm, at, I'm, I'm with you all the time. I don't fuck with the vax. Bro, I mean, she had a mask on babysitting my son. I was like, what? That's great <laughs> social etiquette. Like, she's such I a guess. sweetheart. I know, right? She's so nice. I, but, yo, and then the another, when they put the mask on the kids... Yeah. I'm like, yo, I be seeing videos of kids getting kicked off of airplane flights for shit like for this. no mask, which it's is crazy. crazy. <laughs> you expect a little kid to keep something on their face. And the kid it. has special needs. So yeah, nah, that's not, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. Yeah, but. man. Some people are absolutely disgusting. I hope you throw up in your mask. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> this thing is gangster, bro. I just don't. I just, it despises me. It despises me that people have such an opinion on everybody else's life. On how life. other people should live, right? And it's like, yo, how dare yeah. you, yo? Look at your shit. You know, look at home, man. Pay attention I'm, I'm a fond believer of live and let live. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, I don't really judge uh, no one's decisions, but when you start impeding on mine, then it's like, okay, we got to have a conversation. Live and then love and then let live, man. Live, Put love, that let shit live. First, but love man. is part of life, right? So right. like, if you living, you should be loving, right? Facts. You know what I mean? I'm, ah, try, I'm trying to catch up with yeah, you. Yeah, with the nah, that's smooth. <laughs> Word up, yo. I got one question that I who, want. Wait, who, who are you? <laughs> Who are you? Introduce yourself, sir. Screen man. <laughs> <laughs> this is Suki Jesus. <laughs> so, so I, I have one question. Yeah. Um, if both of you guys can just reflect on the experience when the pandemic first started, like where were you? How did you cope? I know you you had a kid in the in the pandemic. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 you yeah, both both, did. both became yeah. followers. So, well, so just I like mean, explain like what the pandemic experience was like for both of you guys. Um, you want rock paper scissors goes first? I start, bro. Uh-huh. Um, I think so. You want to rock paper scissors? If I'm being totally transparent, uh, the beginning of the pandemic was like what March. That's when everything came to a halt. That's when people were working from home. We were trying to figure out what we were doing. From March to June was the most depressing time of my life Um, for a number of reasons, right? Because one, I'm looking on TV and seeing all of this. I'm seeing the COVID stuff, but then I'm also seeing black bodies dying, right? And I'm in the house, so I'm bombarded by it every single day. And then I'm low-key addicted to it and it became trauma porn, bro. Like I, I would wake up, not even clocking the work, but turn on the news turn on the news, turn on the news. And it's like, I had to really detach myself from that. Because during during the pandemic, I also lost, lost my father. Um, and we had an estranged relationship, but then I'm having a son. And I'm going through that process of preparing to be a father and then losing my father and then going to protest. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like just, it, it was just so many emotions at one time that I literally had to clock out, bro. Like I had to buy, by the time I started working on my book, which was like September, I had clocked out, clocked out all the way. Like I'm not watching the news. 
I don't give a fuck about what's going on outside. I'm immersing myself into my work and preparing for my son. And that's it. And that's the only thing that got me through that shit, bro. Because if I was to be on the time I was on, like I I probably wouldn't be here, bro. What's like, what's what's one what's the if you could say one thing that you learned from it, you know what I mean, to put in the history book, what would it be what would it be? You have to find your happiness. You gotta find your own peace. Like the world could be going through it, but like you have to find some type of peace within mm. you and, and and hold on to that shit. You gotta find the the, the, the heaven and the chaos. Yeah, you word. gotta hold on to that shit and, de and demand that shit in, in every breath that you take. Like you have to find it because if you don't, the world will fucking make you go crazy, bro. Yeah, I was on grind time in the pandemic, yo. I was still working, my job didn't close. So there was a lot of frustrations about how institutions were handling their employees during COVID. You know, they gave hazard pay and stuff like that. So I was able to, make, you know, thank God, make some extra paper, but it was nothing in comparison to sacrificing what I had to. Those risks of coming home. My wife was pregnant. We are twins, thank God. But I'm grateful because all of it, you know, kind of just, it led us to having this home natural birth. You know, my wife gave birth on the couch in the fucking COVID. That's fire, though. So the shit is, it was no joke. It was definitely yeah. no joke. My son, you know, unfortunately, his birthday was in March. So his shit got cut short because yeah. we was nervous about what to do kind of celebrated at home. Um, but I think um, if I could say one thing I learned from from this whole COVID experience or the pandemic um, was that, like, nobody's going to save you. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to come knock on your door and give you thousands of dollars, even though the government <laughs> did that for everybody. So shout out to those, those, those uh, stimulus checks. But Nobody's going to save you. You have to save yourself. Mm -hmm. This government went into a complete shock. They didn't know what to do. So mm -hmm. whoever thought that the system was going to help you and put you in the right place, mm -hmm. that's, that was false. Mm -hmm. You were stuck at home and everybody had to take care of their own immediate family. So that whole, like, let me rely on this village, that was false. Mm -hmm. um, I found a unique independency in all of this and it helped me stop fucking people pleasing to be real. That's real shit. Because nobody gave a fuck anyway. They just That's cared about their own steps. So. Yo, you know what else I, I learned? When shit happens, make sure to stock up on toilet tissue because people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they go they crazy go and just buy toilet, toilet tissue, tissue for no reason, boy. Right. Like, what are you doing, bro? They go, yo, that shit was hilarious. They do that shit all the time. Every the single time, bro. The media, man. Like you said, you turn on the news. That shit is the biggest controller. I man. watch the news every day, and it didn't make me want to buy Go toilet tissue. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't never hear the I news say feel, there's a shortage of toilet paper. I didn't feel compelled, bro. Toilet paper I didn't either. feel compelled to go stock up on toilet tissue, bro. Or, like, I, I, no. Just take a shower, my nigga. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, that would make no sense. What but, was um? What was your first? What was your first like? Oh, we lit. I'm outside. Experience. Even though you were traveling. I know you were still working and moving, so it was like COVID. Not that COVID yeah. didn't happen, but it didn't, it didn't put a pause on you like that. My, um, my first outside. But what was you like, yo, oh, we lit. COVID's not, COVID ain't here right now. So my first, no. So I, my first, my first full outside experience was, um, it wasn't lit. It wasn't lit. It, it was, it was for the death of a black body, bro. Like my first outside experience with everyone was protesting like you know what i'm saying so it's like it wasn't like i'm outside partying like it was i'm outside fighting i'm outside screaming at the top of my lungs i'm outside watching um white people infiltrate this protest and, and kind of like run it to the ground and 
being sad and, and mad, like, and so many emotions. So it's like, it wasn't a party for me. Like, um, that's how I felt during that time. And that, what was that, like June, July of last year? That's when like all the protests was going crazy. Um, and that's when I got to perform for the Black Lives Matter joint in Times Square. Word. Um, which I guess is an achievement, but I was angry, bro. Well, hell yeah, it is, man. Because at the end of the day, like, your anger needed a platform. Yeah, I was angry as shit, bro. And, like, I was so mad. And you needed it to incite, you know, some 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 fury in others as well. Because mm -hmm. sometimes hey, we cannot just be walking around thinking peace is every resolution. Yeah. But on a lighter note, uh, this year, I guess, would be like, oh, we outside. Like, <laughs> yeah. we outside, right? They're like, yeah, look. We, we going to every poetry thing outside. We chilling. Like, we... We doing the poetry open mic, like, fuck it, we outside. So Word. like what about you though? I fucking hate being outside, man. To be real. I I, I You look real comfortable at the at the other joint when you was posting. You gotta be. <laughs> you gotta be on the skin, you gotta you look be real to be, comfortable, bro. To be honest, man, I, I I I um I don't enjoy social settings as much as I used to. Now when I go to um out to eat. I'm like, damn, this restaurant is making mad bread. Look at all the people that's coming in here. Counting the money. I'm counting the money, counting man. The money. That's where I'm at right now. I'm in hibernation still. No, I get it. That's the businessman in you. you yeah. I, mean? I go to poetry events and count the money. <laughs> I look like, okay. I feel I see you. what's going on. Here. <laughs> yeah, word. <laughs> like, how can I do this? Yeah, well, I've been doing myself a few times, though, man. It's good to have some sun on the back of your neck with a nice drink and you got a blunt in your ear. Um, oh, I'm lying. I went to Philly. Um, when I went to Philly, that's we was outside. We we had you just came uh, back from a DC joint too. How yeah. was that, yo? That open mic must have been fire. Yeah, that was fire. Yo. It was pure poetry. Uh, DC, my boy Orville, he runs an excellent open mic. It's he curates the shit in a way that I've never seen before. He yeah. has an amazing DJ. It was just good vibes. It probably was like 300, 350 people in the spot. Like it was different. Like I can only aspire. <laughs> to get there so it was like that shit changed my mind about open mics bro. shit I wanna go that shit it's different, fire, bro. Yo. it's different I'ma send you the link for the next one when, it, when it comes up Say definitely less, man. screaming you gotta answer the question too <laughs> yo shout out to our production yo you have no idea how bougie Samori is he got the he got the Pellegrino over here, I thought Pellegrino, <laughs> yeah, with the toes out. He got the Hulk Hogan and bandana the, two, two, the Tupac Drake. Yeah. For me, the pandemic was cool because it gave me. I've been in school my entire life. Not like me. I was in, I was doing my last semester at law school, and I just felt like I needed a break. And I haven't had that summer vacation kid feeling in a while, in a long right. time. So like me and all my mans, we were just up playing Call of Duty every day. <laughs> That's a fact, bro. You know, we were just chilling, right. and it felt good to have a break in the beginning. And then I started realizing that there was issues in certain relationships that I was having mm. because I didn't realize how slowly but surely my mental state was taken. Like I was. What's the word? When you're like, a coping mechanism was that vacation feeling. Mm -hmm. And I was ignoring a lot of the issues that I was going through mentally. Mm -hmm. And um, so after a while, like a lot, it took a toll on my, some of my relationships. It took a toll on just me personally. Then I just realized, yo, 
you're kind of depressed right now. And it wasn't, and it's not like I'm someone that's always outside. It's not like I'm someone who, you know, is a social butterfly mm -hmm. or whatever, but just having the option to go outside, to go outside, the option to do certain things mm -hmm. was taken away from me. And I just, you know, I started to feel the effects of it. Mm -hmm. So I started doing uh, therapy. Um, That's what's up. Started, I'm about to say shout out to this black man right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but just acknowledging. I know that's something that we definitely sure. look up to you in, and, and the fact that yeah. you, you seek that. I, I, I think a lot I, I, of a lot, a lot of people during that time was I, like, "Yo, this might be it. I need to I need to talk I, to somebody. I, I, I need, you need to talk to somebody because you sitting there talking to yourself for so long. Could you buy yourself? You buy yourself, right? yeah. And you realize you don't got all the answers. Yeah. Like you may think you're this like deep, profound, prolific thinker, and you may be. But it's always good to have someone, someone to guide you along yeah. the way. And I wasn't ashamed to be like, yo, I want to talk to somebody and figure something out. Um, and then from doing, like, from having all that time, I just said, yo, I started working at this big law firm, mm -hmm. uh, real estate law firm, you know, getting paid a decent amount of money. And I said, you know what, this isn't making me happy. And from what I realized during the pandemic is that all the people who were who thrived were people who were happy. Mm -hmm. And I said, yo, I'm gonna take a leap of faith. I started reaching out to some people. I started inquiring about podcasting and stuff like that. Yeah. And then so this, is how, this is how we're here so right that now. Business shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I quit my job, took a leap of faith, and now here we are, Three Springs Media about to start a podcast network. And yeah, it's really? only up from here. We're gonna, we're gonna do up, a short film about this. We're yeah, gonna yeah, call yeah. it. Yo, we gotta do a documentary. Yeah. Bro, my brother was just talking like, yo, I think your story is kind of fly. We yeah. should like get something. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So we gonna figure it out. But yeah, that's me. No doubt, that's me, yo. For yo, sure. Shout out to you for, for acknowledging the mental health aspect about it too. Mm. Cause like we mentioned like the depression that you go through, but like you actually acknowledged that within yourself and like took the next step to go get help. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and sometimes I feel like in our community as black people, as people of color, uh, we don't talk about that, right? Like, it's almost looked at like, oh, he's crazy. He yeah, has a therapist. there's no space for it. Right? So it's like, that's that's profoundly beautiful, bro. So shout out yeah. to you for that, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate you. Definitely, Definitely, man. I commend you. Um, Like like you said, some people found found the heaven in all of it. Some people were able to see this, see, see the gold in all the chaos. I know a lot of people was like outdoors, riding bike, taking their family mm -hmm. to parks. It slowed, it slowed you down. But then it also, like, it you know, you down. when you stood at home with that crazy baby mom or that woman that you married Boy. for the wrong reasons, it brought a shit, a lot of shit to limelight, Boy. man. It brought I'm not gonna everything lie to the surface. That if, if it wasn't for my immediate family, like my household family, like, I don't think I would have been able to get through that process. Um, it definitely brought us closer together, but we definitely learned each other in different mm -hmm. ways they that we're no not used to. Yep. Like, it was so uncomfortable at first, but then, like, you start realizing, like, damn, like, this is really my best friend. Like, we spent the whole year in the house together. <laughs> like, literally a whole year in the house. Uh, in a one-bedroom apartment, no space. Like In Harlem. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so it's like, you, you got to figure your shit out. Like, you got to talk through everything. You got to go through it. So it's like, that's... Part of that is is why I say too, like, and I'm still getting adjusted to the post COVID time, right? Because like, like you said, it felt like a vacation, because it's like you're not doing the things you're normally doing. You're not in that mindset. So 
I had to expend so much energy in communicating in the house that I was in that like I didn't have that for nobody else. Like I just go off the face of the earth. Like I'm I'm in the crib because like I had to actively communicate because I have someone else here with feelings mm-hmm. that are going through similar shit or shit that I can't even understand. So it's like I got to give that the energy. So I'm still learning how to kind of share that energy in relationships and other relationships. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense. No, nah, yeah, of course. Yeah, because, like, that shit is a process, bro. Because it's like I'm so used to just dealing with one person for the last year and a half. Nobody else. <laughs> I think that's a big part of the reason why I'm, like, right now where I'm at, as far as, like I said, mm-hmm. wanting to leave and, like, because I'm like, oh, shit, I, I like this. I like this uh, this solitude. I like the isolation. I I enjoy finding God, you know, and speaking to the the inner man in me. I enjoy the the limited distractions. I enjoy the simplification and 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 allowing me to organize what's really important in my life. You know, that was that was a blessing for sure. That's definitely a blessing to have that alone time to get and, and connect and tap in with yourself. Wear your fucking mask. It's funny how those who refuse to wear them now always felt comfortable hiding behind them before. You know, that mask of white privilege because I see a large difference in how masks are forced to be worn in East New York but just encouraged in the East Village. Maybe that mask can help every gardener breathe. Y'all can't wash that off your hands like how you wash for COVID-19. They scream, give me six feet, give me six feet. Is that for social distancing or do you mean six feet deep? I guess black masks don't matter neither. In the middle of a pandemic, look at how y'all treat us. Inject us, infect us, then try to vaccine us. It don't take a genius to notice the reason, but look who's essential now. Medical malpractice on the demographic that's black and brown. Catastrophic, a waltzing of numbers without a sound. And we wear these masks and gloves by design? Not designer appeal, more like an appeal with your honor in a paradigm of dishonor. Comma. Karma. I take this deep breath with or without a mask on. Because it might be my last one.